Welcome to Lucy Lumen's podcast adventure. Welcome back to the podcast, guys. I am so very excited to bring you today's episode. A few months ago, YouTube served up a photography channel that was unlike anything else I had seen in the photography space, and I instantly knew I wanted to interview the man behind these well-put-together, truly cinematic and inventive videos. If you haven't seen GX Ace on YouTube, then you are in for a real treat. Casey, the man behind the modulated voice and headset that evokes a cyberpunk dystopian future vibe, shares his background with us, and I can assure you he has an impressive set of skills and niche interests. This convo spans across a few different topics that Casey and I cover, including the creative decisions behind his YouTube channel, the style and world he has cultivated within it, designing his own props and spending countless hours curating this GX Ace persona and visual style. We also touch on his side projects, building custom lightsabers made up of old camera parts, which is super cool, and his ongoing photo project of roadside memorials on medium format. Along the way, we bond over a few shared interests, and I definitely learn a thing or two about the language of cinema and get a feel for the kind of immense effort that goes into producing each GX Ace video. If you want to feel renewed and inspired by photography, then look no further than Casey's channel, which is growing rapidly and deservedly so. GX Ace is the future of photography YouTube, and I feel so honored to have had the chance to ask all my burning questions and just chat with such an amazing, unique, and fascinating individual. Check out Casey's Patreon linked below so you can support him and keep him creating these masterpieces for us. Okay, guys, enjoy the chat. Welcome to the podcast, Casey. Thank you so much for taking the time to come on the show. I am super, super excited to chat with you. I had um, a couple of people message me yesterday on Instagram saying, oh, cool. I can't believe you're interviewing that guy. He's like a total um, mystery to me. So I'm hoping that I can uh, like uncover the mystery a little bit of you. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. Um, Can you start with maybe just telling our listeners a little bit about kind of like your background and how you got to kind of like where you are right now, if that's not um, too much of a long story. (laughs) Yeah. 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 I mean, I've always been interested in video and photography for the most part. I mean, I started photography in high school because my friend got a camera and then started taking pictures for the school yearbook. And I was like, well, that sounds fun. I'll just do that too. Yeah, and then cool. you know, just started enjoying uh, you know photography from that. But photography has never like been my profession. It's always been video. Um, well, I also I went to school for computer network engineering. Okay, so that's also like a very yeah yeah non related field, but uh, it is sort of related because you know hmm, video those things and, kind and of photography is pretty technical. Yeah, that's actually one of the things I like about it most is that it's like both technical and artistic. Mm. which is the two mm-hmm. things I like. So, mm-hmm. um, yes. but yeah, so I, uh, I was a, a, a freelance uh, cinematographer, commercial cinematographer for like 10 years, mm-hmm. working uh, mostly in like the Midwestern United States, um, like Chicago and Indiana, Indianapolis and Detroit, stuff like that. Um, mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I did a brief stint at like a Fortune 400 insurance company because uh, I needed okay. health insurance and doing their <laughs> video production stuff on that side. And, uh, you know, like a year ago, kind of went back to to doing freelance and stuff again um, and trying to hit, hit YouTube a little harder mm-hmm. uh, and just kind of go at it. And then, you know, and you know, now after not not having that or not being at the full time job, I've been doing mostly freelance color grading work okay yeah um so i just finished uh my sixth feature film um last uh a couple months ago basically and now we're like doing festival stuff for that now and uh yeah commercial work and stuff like that cool awesome it sounds like you're run down <laughs> yeah it sounds like you're very very busy um we were talking before we hit record like how much effort it is to like make a youtube video and like edit it, edit it <laughs> yeah. out and stuff like that so doing that on top of pretty much anything else I think is, is, is quite, quite a juggle. Um, but your channel Mm -hmm. is like amazing. It's so cool. Uh, we found it a couple of months ago and like my partner and I have been, um, like binging it. And as soon as it came on, it was like, wow, this is so different. Um, cause I think in the photography space, there is a lot of the same sort of stuff. It's not like necessarily Mm -hmm. bad, but there's only like so many ways you can kind of, well, I thought that there was only so many ways that you could kind of talk about a camera or review a camera or share your photos and stuff. Um, Mm -hmm. and seeing your channel, especially like your kind of recent videos, um, yeah, like you're packaging it up in this like whole kind of different cool way that like tells a story and you're still delivering that information, but it's just got this like other layer of kind of like dystopian, like cyberpunk kind of cool, like uh, thing to it. So Sometimes I, I, I have to watch your videos again because I didn't pay attention to any of the like, <laughs> like actual, you know, like things because I'm so absorbed in like the kind of aesthetic of your like channel, I guess, if that makes sense. And mm-hmm. like the music and just everything. I really, um, I just love it so much. Um, so if you could talk a little bit about like kind of starting the YouTube channel, because I did go back. I don't want to sound like I'm stalking you, but um, <laughs> whenever you find a channel oh, you good. like, you tend yeah. to go, you go back because you're like, oh, who's this the, person? The, the very weird first video. Y- yeah. Weird to me, at least. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So like, it seems very like you... normal. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. It was weird to <laughs> see those new videos and then go back and watch the like older ones, um, which I know I hate when people tell me they've done that to me. I, I, I'm like, oh, <laughs> um, but <laughs> I think it's yeah, I think it's pretty funny. Like, yeah it's that, good to have that like a, the, that started yeah yeah it's good to have a doc like documentation of you either like getting better or changing or do you know what I mean like to have that mm-hmm. there because a lot of the time yeah. you don't realize when you keep doing something maybe that you are improving or you look back and you think like oh I'm so much happier with where I'm at or whatever mm-hmm. um but those yeah. early early videos are, are different like yeah like you say more normal more sort of standard photography yeah. youtube still very like the the production value is like just of like the highest quality and it's like this they're so good and then you've just taken it to this like whole other level in like you know the last sort of however long so when when did you kind of like decide to change or like was it a conscious thing like, if you could just talk about that a little bit yeah sure i mean it was definitely it. conscious because i i tend to like doing the opposite of what everybody else does for the most part yeah like when i start realizing that people are I don't know. I mean, maybe that makes me like a hipster or like weirdly contrarian or something, but I like to to not do the same thing that other people are doing. 
but like at the beginning of the ch- like channel uh i don't know if you ever watched like adult swim like cartoon network uh, yeah a little uh, bit yeah yeah yep yeah well they had like a really cool like lo-fi hip-hop style where they had like snarky or like um like sarcastic like subtitles that would pop up and have these like cool like interludes between episodes like shows mm-hmm. that were like weird and artistic yeah i was like well that's what i want my youtube channel to be in the beginning but then like all of youtube just became like lo-fi hip-hop yeah so i was like uh-oh <laughs> <laughs> gotta, gotta do something different <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah but um so that yeah that kind of started but then um i was actually inspired by like an artist uh called Deathburger, who I actually have like a painting of uh, okay. a piece back yeah, here. Yeah. I don't have autofocus, so I can't really show you that easily. Um, but uh, um, yeah, I was inspired by like a piece of art that he had made on Instagram. Uh, he's kind of does like sci-fi dystopian art that's like, you know, okay. like a comic book style. Yep. Um, but there's like this one image of like a dude with like, you know, surrounded by all this technology, like tinkering on with something like on a table and i was like mm-hmm. that's exactly like what i want my youtube channel to be is like this weird like hyper dense like just cluttered filled with junk like room and i'm like yeah. this like weird person i don't know yeah 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 but- that, that i can see like that makes sense i can see yeah, yeah, yeah. seeing that and then i can see your <laughs> your youtube channel yeah yeah so there so there's like reality uh, and there's the dream and the reality and i was like well i, d- I know that like it's going to take forever for me to actually make that idea or like to to get closer to that one so i was like well Mm -hmm. what do i have in my basement already that like i can make look sort of like that at least Uh get the ball rolling so that was kind of yeah how that started um yeah and then it's just kind of kind of snowballed from there more more and more stuff yeah yeah i mean i i have like an obsession with buying useless objects that look cool Mm mm-hmm like I just like how things look. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And there's yeah. like cool like aesthetics to things. So mm-hmm. I I I really want to work on in like the props department on a sci-fi movie. Yeah. Like Star Wars is one of my favorite movies. And just like I used to watch yeah. the behind the scenes all the time and then making it and also mm-hmm. all the just random junk they would like put together to like make stuff yeah. that yep. that doesn't look like it's from this world. Yeah. So like that's it's sort of been my excuse to exercise that desire in the youtube channel where i can Mm. go and buy this weird looking retro future tech and sort of art direct my own yeah channel essentially oh so cool so so cool so cool to like think like that much about a youtube channel because i think like like (laughs) like it's really it's really cool some may say it's thinking too much (laughs) but yeah sorry i think it's um excuse me i think it's really cool like it's funny because that's kind of how I feel about a lot of like cinema. Like you now you've pointed it out. I can see that, that you've obviously you've put those things there when you're doing the close up of the camera and all of that, you know, like, and like there's this room that's like a bit sort of like messy or whatever um, with all this, you know, like retro tech stuff. But like, I didn't kind of specifically notice it when I was watching it. Cause it's all just like this nice cohesion of this, like one kind of yeah, aesthetic, kind of you know what I mean? And then the yeah. now you've pointed it yeah. out. It's like when you watch the behind the scenes of, of, of your favorite movies, like you were saying with star Wars, and then they kind of dissect how they did stuff. Mm-hmm. And then you start noticing other things when you watch it, because you're like, Oh, yeah. okay. You know, like the intention behind things, which I've always found to be like super interesting. Like um, mm-hmm. we've watched before. I think we watched it on YouTube. It was like the behind the scenes of, um uh blade runner and how they kind of did the set and especially back mm-hmm. then when things were 
um practical like, yeah yeah like my, yeah. my my partner um he's he's a bit older than me so he he like and he really likes that and he he says like this is what you know people had to do to get that look and that's why those movies yeah. hold up so much better mm-hmm. like you watch Blade Runner now and it doesn't look dated or or like yeah, you know, yeah cringe <laughs> but then you watch like you know CGI from I think like my my son and my partner were watching like Transformers and like it kind of yeah, just looked you like, know uh, like it, yeah it doesn't have the same yeah. like romance and kind of vibe to it so yeah. um yeah for sure um but yep. yeah it's so cool that you're putting like so much thought into that side of it and like thinking about like you know the fact that you you buy a lot of objects like I do the same thing um with like I love like 60s 70s kind of stuff and like mm-hmm. so I have like so many like mugs and like crockery from like that <laughs> time that I'm like not going to use. And, and I think as um, photographers and maybe more as film photographers, we do kind of like collecting things and we like, <laughs> yeah. like objects because we like the way like the cameras look and stuff. So it seems to be yeah. um, like, yeah, like those things seem to That's go together. It's also a point that I beat to death on my channel is that like cameras. Yes. Cool exactly. cameras are cool. Like, yeah, yeah I don't know. Yeah, they I'd just much look- rather use a camera that is cool to me mm. yeah and, and like sure. you know yeah objects are just interesting I, mm. I mean i feel like and people always like kick back i, I ha, yeah i actually have like a whole video planned on this this, this okay. discussion but uh okay cool but like uh i don't know people just say like oh cameras are are just tools and mm-hmm. you know you shouldn't give it you shouldn't care at all what they look like but we're like literally in like a visual art <laughs> so like if you can't like appreciate something for like the way it looks then why are you even like a photographer <laughs> like mm-hmm. like because yeah. you're like you're literally creating things that look cool so like why can't you appreciate that like this other thing looks cool looks you know? good as well yeah totally and and That's weird yeah for sure I think I've always found that to be strange too like um with photographers it like if they're not kind of yeah obsessed with like every everything being aesthetic or like everything looking good because it's like that's the whole point is like you're photographing things mm-hmm. so like they, they they look good and I've always yeah. I've always been like that with everything like I've always wanted to sort of curate my life mm-hmm. and look a certain way as if I'm as if it's in a movie but like no one's there like really to yeah. see it except yeah, for me that's, that's literally exactly <laughs> what I'm doing with my YouTube channel it's like you don't often get a chance to like work on a sci-fi movie but I can work on my own sci-fi movie every yeah. time I make a video and just like mm. do it myself you know totally my own like dreams of yeah yeah you've totally nailed it like there's it's like you step into this whole world like when you watch like a gx ace video so um like i just can't say like i feel like i'm just this whole podcast is just me being like i love your youtube channel but like you know (laughs) it's just yeah it's it's so cool um what you've done can you talk a little bit more about um like the music that you use and maybe how you find it. I was chatting with uh, Caleb, like Bad Flashes, who also mm-hmm. works in movies. And yeah. we were talking about like editing. And he said like the music is one of the most important things in the editing process for yeah. him. It's, and he picks it sort of. basically yeah. the most important thing, in my opinion. Wow. It's like almost yep. more important than the actual visuals. It's at mm-hmm. least equally important. Yeah, <laughs> like, I would agree. Yeah. yeah. It, music definitely finding music is the most difficult part and it takes the most time mm-hmm. um i currently use the musicbed.com but i'm pretty sure i've essentially mined it for everything that i like yeah. on there so yep I'm, I'm getting nervous that i'm gonna like run out of music on there so i'm gonna probably start just making my own because I, I have 
experience you know i've made music in the past but you know okay yeah nothing, yeah nothing too intense but i think i can handle the, the the weird ambience that i use in my videos so yeah i think you'd be able to like <laughs> knock something up like that you, you know you'd be pretty happy with um my i was saying to you before my my partner makes all the music for my mm. channel and that was yeah what that was like the first so if you ever need anything he's done some stuff for other like YouTubers before. So if you ever okay. want anything specific, he's pretty good at um, coming up with something. Um, but yeah, like we made that a really big part of when we started the YouTube channel as a creative mm -hmm. outlet because he likes doing that, but he makes it and it kind of just sits there. So the YouTube channel gave mm -hmm. it like, you nice. know, like a life. Um, yeah. Which is cool. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. 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 So yeah, usually, yeah, for me, just, Ben music bed. I think I used I used epidemic sound for like the first video or, or I used like Google Creative Commons search for the first video. But like, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Music bed has been pretty good recently. I've been trying to I finally got in touch with them because I, I sort of feel like I kind of don't want to keep advertising for them for free because everybody keeps asking like where, where do you get your music from. again you're just like <laughs> yeah and it seems to be such a, it's like a very important part of the video so I'm like I feel like I need to talk to them so like yeah yeah get something, yeah but, oh for sure you yeah. gotta like you know yeah you yeah. don't want to just be advertising that for free for sure I think you can get like a um where like people sign up and then you get so like you can have like a link or something yeah, affiliate like that thing. Yeah. yeah i, yeah, I have a, actually have a meeting with them like next week so we'll see what happens okay. with that cool exactly, but yeah. awesome that's really cool um that leads nicely into uh the next thing that i wanted to talk about um is like your patreon um so mm -hmm. i will i'll link it below so people can go check it out <laughs> um but the like the most people including me are like I have a Patreon, sign up for my Patreon and people do. And, you know, um, but you mm -hmm. got, you know, unsurprisingly got super creative with how you've like done the advert for your Patreon. It's like this call to arms to like save the world and like join <laughs> up to, you you know, like, like yeah. you feel really <laughs> like compelled. Um, I've been meaning to, I just like, we always watch stuff on our uh, TV and like there's a million things uh, going on. Um, yeah. But yeah, like it's, it's, so it's so cool it's just so so cool like um my partner saw it before i did and he messaged me and he was like oh my god this is genius like and so cool the way you've done it so um thanks yeah, yeah that's actually a, a practical bit? effect uh so that's a okay it's, it's something called a persistence of vision display essentially it's like 200 leds on a fan that spins really fast and the wow. leds like flash at a certain rate Okay. And then the mo the natural motion blur in your eyes like fills in the gaps and then it makes like an image. Oh, so cool. I actually have to shoot that at like a specific shutter speed for the effect to work. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's so essentially like, you know, Shaoxing has been doing the the current one and and she uh, you know, just filmed herself against a black background. Um, and then yeah, I just put her head on the on the thing and then I just film it. Uh Wow, that, that's I so actually cool. just recently yeah the first one I put it in a lake because I wanted people to like know that it was real so I wanted like the reflections off the water but then some yeah. people were still like wow you're like fake reflections are like so real looking uh, I was like no it's real like, no, it's, it's real. like actually real <laughs> I was literally standing in a lake to film this oh wow <laughs> so uh and then recently I got like an old uh like ballast for an airy like HMI light it's essentially like the power supply for a light that's that metal like box that's yeah. I don't know if you saw a recent one yeah um, yep, yep. 
so that's like an old uh, box i like gutted everything out of there and like 3d printed a thing to mount the light stand pole in it and like laser engraved a fake company logo on the front of it that's like been in some of my videos before yeah so um <sighs> yeah and i actually just right before we filmed this i i filmed a little video that i'm going to post on my patreon so my plan is to actually ask for help from all of the patrons who are in patrons who are interested that speak another language other than english oh, so i'm going to yeah. have them recorded in their language and then i'm going to make it look like it's like essentially been like this message is like spread out all over the world and like different languages are like yep. saying the same thing and oh. then like it gets them involved in the videos too so totally yeah very yeah. very cool oh so so cool i'm just like <laughs> i'm, I'm so i've like, had a lot of fun making with... that thing yeah, yeah. which is yeah. funny because i keep putting like behind the scenes stuff on my patreon of like making the thing that i ask people to sign up for patreon for so it's like really like redundant yeah, <laughs> like yes yes it's like meta it's so but, uh, meta yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> it's like so here's funny. how i made the thing asking you to join the thing that shows you, you how i make how stuff. i made the thing yeah i'm really interested <laughs> yeah. in it too it was like first thing i like wrote down was like wanted to ask you about it it's really um yeah it's it's, it's very very cool um did you like well just quickly like was there um was that a conscious thing like did you kind of see other people talk about their patreon and did you think oh i'm gonna do this differently or is it no, just like it obviously seems really. like a pretty... i just yeah i just thought I don't know. I had that device and I just thought it would be cool to have like some sort of fake like AI like yeah. saying it. it was kind of my first idea. And then I was like, oh, well, it'd be cool if it's like, well, I mean, I still haven't like fully thought the idea out, but I just like the idea of it being in. I mean, because especially if you hear something in a different language, it's like instantly more interesting to me. Yeah. It, it, it makes it weirder. There's yeah. like a slight weirdness to it. That is cool. And I like it. And it, it just like adds to like the vibe, basically, if it's not in English. Yeah. Or like totally. the language that most people are expecting it to be. So. Yeah. 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 Definitely. And like and the Chinese works really well with my, you know, Asian, like, you know, Japanese and Chinese work really well with like cy cyberpunk stuff. They do. So. Yeah. They're yeah. very like synonymous with that kind of um, yeah. yeah thing for sure. And it added to the layer of like kind of mystery and confusion mm, that is yeah. you of <laughs> yeah, like yeah. <laughs> where you are, which um, I don't think we've actually told the listeners. Cause like, I, I know, cause you told me that you're in uh, Michigan. I thought that you maybe lived in China. Like we were like, Oh, let's watch, like see if that like guy who lives in China has another movie, another um video. Like, like we had already decided that, you know, early on watching your channel that that's where you lived. We're like, oh, yeah. cool, you know, like obviously. And then we were like, oh, maybe not because like we watched some more. And then when I spoke to you, I was like, oh, okay, so you're in Michigan, which seems kind of like really unremarkable. <laughs> I literally live in like a very small town in Michigan, yeah. like 4,000 people like in the countryside. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's so like so strange. Like, um, yeah. but like it makes it more cool, I think, because you've been able to, it shows that you can't, you don't have to be like so many people let things like that hold them yeah. back. Like they'll say, uh -huh. oh, if I lived in New York, like I would be doing this or I'd have this opportunity. And yeah. I think like with the internet now, like you can, uh -huh. you can make. I could, your own. I, I couldn't, or I don't know how to say this. I have no desire at all to go to like LA or New York. Yeah. You're like those places happy. just like don't appeal to me like at all. Yeah. 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 Mm. Um. Just, have you, so have you always lived yeah. in, Michigan, Casey. Yeah, yeah. I, I actually grew up in the same town, so literally okay. in the same place. I I think it's a good home base, and I can just travel 
yeah you know places i mean i yeah. go travel a lot so yeah yeah Except for sure yeah years, but, yeah, yeah, yeah 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 that's that's yeah. great like i think as, if you're still seeing the world i mean some people like to just stay in one place like forever and, and not, not go mm-hmm. anywhere and i find that hard to understand but I, I think it's good to have like a home base and then and then travel uh, and like, you know, see see other things because it's such a good source of like inspiration for sure. Yeah, absolutely. For sure. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Um, one more thing that um, I'm sure a lot of listeners are wanting to know as well. Uh, I'm interested to know how you, because like in those earlier videos, it was, you know, like we said, more kind of like conventional, like talking head sort of style. Um, mm-hmm. And then you like introduce like the vocoder is that what it's called like for your like for your voice uh well it's technically was an effect called a ring modulator okay um i'm not very technical so you have to forgive me it's i i mean i (laughs) it has to do with like like inverse phases of sound it's like okay it's like sort of yeah i it's kind of hard to explain like how that effect works exactly okay that's that's actually like applying one wave to like another wave it's weird okay. yeah i feel like i've heard my partner talk about something like this as well we're very like um like he's super technical i feel like i i said to him i really feel like he should be interviewing you because <laughs> you guys have so much in common um and i mean we do as well but like there's uh I, i'm not super technical and um i've never seen oh, star good. wars as well and i i <laughs> okay. worry that you're like in the call um because <laughs> Kate, Kate, um caleb was like we're done. Like I can't uh, believe. Yeah, they're they're big Star Wars fans. I was yeah, talking yeah. To, to, <laughs> yeah. about stars with them and and Joshua Tree. That's funny. Yeah. Yeah. So they, so, they, they like the Han Solo movie for some reason. I don't get that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I, I think Jason was talking about that when I interviewed him. Yeah. Um, yeah, we had a big argument about that. Oh, uh, really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, why I don't think that movie's good. <laughs> um. Yeah. So. Um. What was I saying? Um. I totally forgot what I was saying. Sorry. Um, but yeah, the, like the, um, effect on your voice, um, and then mm-hmm. w- what you're like wearing on your head, uh, is that, was that something that you kind of did out of just because it looks cool? Cause it seems like that's kind of like why you do things. You're like, this is cool. I want to create this. <laughs> I want to be different, which is a totally fine answer. Like, yeah, um, I mean, pretty, pretty much. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, so I have like I'm actually in the process of making another helmet thing okay. that's portable, so I can wear it like mm-hmm. outside and like travel with it and stuff. Um, but yeah, so that one again, actually, this uh, you know it's pointless for an audio podcast, but this painting right here mm-hmm. is actually the image that I used to make that headset. Okay, so it's a it's a draw. It's the Brazilian cover of the Neuromancer novel. Okay. I don't know if you've ever heard of Neuromancer. I don't so, think so. It's like no. the first. Essentially, it's like the book that coined the term uh, cyberspace. Oh, okay. uh, it's like from 1985 or 84. Um, uh, awesome book. One of my favorite books. Okay, um, I'll have to. I've written it down. I'll link it below as well so people can check it out. Yeah. Um, but so essentially, like I wanted to make something like that. Uh, but I knew that if I had to sit and ponder over how to do it, and like to make my own thing it would either a never happen or b just like take forever so i was like well i can just look at this image and just re- make a replica of this mm-hmm. in like physical space so yep. that's what i did so that's like the that's like a physical manifestation of the cover of neuromancer wow. um but uh yeah i have plans to make my own like unique design that isn't just 
taking Deathburger's art. <laughs> um, and yeah. partially because I, you know, I want to make sure for copyright reasons and all that stuff going forward in the future. But yeah. I just like, I make, I like making like prop replicas too. I, I have like a side business where I make lightsabers from Star yes, Wars. Like, I saw I that. Machining and yeah, yeah, I was going to ask you about um, that. Like they're like custom like lightsabers and do you use, um, do you use like camera parts sometimes? I do. Yeah. yeah. Yep. So I either use, you know, I use a combination of like, you know, harvested camera parts and, you know, custom machined metal pieces yeah. that I machine by hand. So um yeah and the yeah so i so i make those um and then sort of applied similar technology or techniques and knowledge to mm -hmm. to build that the headset which uh i just looked at the 2d image and and modeled it in 3d 3d printed it painted it okay. um and then wired it for electronics and all that stuff so that's so cool <laughs> That's so yeah, awesome. And again, yeah, yeah. it's the it's it's so much work that is completely <laughs> it like unnecessary. So much work. I can't imagine. <laughs> yeah, like... I mean that took like three months <laughs> to make that, and like eighty hours to print it, and I sanded it for like forever. And oh my but god, it looks cool. <laughs> it does look very cool, and it, it it's just. It's so crazy, like like what we were saying about like making YouTube videos, and you got to edit them, and like that just seems like nothing now that everything else that you've told me that you've done for for <laughs> yeah. the channel like you're just taking it to like a whole new level of, yeah like, the um... editing part i can do the editing in like a day or less like that's not yeah. the hard part for me it's yeah. the, it's all the other stuff that's hard yeah, yeah. oh that's yeah that's yeah, really um yeah super super cool um do you find that it's kind of like getting you into character having like the headset um and the like effect on your voice more so than when you were just kind of you uh, just talking to the camera or is it is it not really like that i mean maybe like a little bit now but it's not it doesn't really like while i'm sitting there okay because yeah. i don't have the voice like the voice thing isn't real time so i don't like hear it okay yeah like as i'm saying it like i do that later in post um, yeah maybe okay. if maybe if i did i could do that maybe that could help um but yeah i don't know i haven't really like thought about a character much although yeah. I, I though i've noticed in the recent videos i've like kind of had a more similar vocal tone throughout mm -hmm. so that's kind of becoming a character yeah. and mm. but yeah i don't know it's I, I don't yeah i i don't put a lot of like concrete thought into stuff i just kind of do it and then like it sort of morphs into things the yep. more I do it. And I kind of like do it. It's like sort of like free form, but over like months. <laughs> yeah. 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 I think yeah. that's a good way to be. And a lot of the time when you ask people like that is the answer, like um, especially with something like YouTube, because you kind of just keep doing it and then it just becomes what it is. Whatever it becomes. Like, yeah. yeah like, you know, and, and you just continue on. And yeah, for sure. I get that. Um, so let's talk a little bit about photography because I feel like we're mm -hmm. not we're not talking about photography <laughs> on my photography so, podcast. Totally good. We could do that. <laughs> um, so we were saying you were saying before, like you have a lot of film cameras. I'm a mm -hmm. predominantly film shooter, but I have been shooting a bit more digital lately. So um where do you stand with like your kind of like workflow or the ratio of like film to digital that you're um shooting? Uh, so I haven't shot a ton of film recently. I was shooting more prior to COVID because I was going to China every year and film developing there is so ludicrously inexpensive. Oh, really? I would just shoot tons of film there and just get it developed there. And like yeah. the best lab in the country was like a block from Xiaoxing's house. So we would just wow. go there 
and uh it was like you could get it scanned on like a Hasselblad flex tight scanner which is like the best scan yeah. it's like a fifty thousand dollar scanner you get like a roll developed on it for like 10 bucks and like just normal like scanning and developing was like three dollars for oh like my tips God. at like the highest resolution <laughs> and they did like they did like they did like ecn2 like cinema film and stuff and yeah, like e6 yeah. and mm-hmm. yeah it was amazing and it was just like uh, i would just there oh was like God. awesome camera stores in shanghai and it just like go buy a bunch of film there and then like mm. uh yeah just shoot it all and get it developed at black box in in ningbo china that's so cool all, yeah, all so the they, film photographers are going to move to china now for the well they were trying to like get me to like give them business but like it's hard because you have to ship it to china and then that mm. takes a long time and it mm. probably gets x-rayed like a thousand times mm. um yeah but uh it's so it's so inexpensive that it was amazing um so yeah then a little less because it's just so expensive here um and you, you probably, I don't know if you saw my last video where my embarrassingly incorrect uh, calculation of the. Oh, uh, I was just of... going to bring that up. I didn't know it was incorrect because I'm really. <laughs> it was incorrect. I, it, it said 50 rolls of film. It's actually 55 packs. I forgot to divide five pack uh, by five. So it's okay. actually 250 rolls, which still isn't okay. like an insane amount. No, but it's not definitely, at all. Yeah. It's definitely more than 50. <laughs> Uh, yeah i did think that. Yeah, i was like I mean, wow like, like that's crazy but i just I, i'm so bad at math yeah. anyone can tell me anything well, I'm, I'm glad that a lot of people aren't good at math and just assume <laughs> that i was correct so that's good because <laughs> like literally the first comment someone was like your math's off i was like oh god then i then i like put the video out before i woke up so it already had like a couple thousand views i'm like well, i don't want to re-upload it now yeah yes so, yeah whatever. i know that feeling when you get something wrong and people people love to tell you as well on, <laughs> on youtube if you get well something. yeah because well it's actually good getting stuff wrong because then you get more engagement and then your video gets like pushed out more because more people are commenting that's so, true yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Yep, but then it true. you know ruins your credibility <laughs> you know but it's all good uh yeah but yeah like yeah um yeah, just a little less uh, less film here because it's like $20 to get like a decent scan. And, and usually there was a place in Lansing, Michigan, actually, that did film developing, but they recently raised their prices up to be the same as the Darkroom Lab in California. I don't okay. know if you yep. yeah, know yeah, them. Yeah, I've heard um, of them, yeah. So it's like the same price. I used to just get it scanned there or developed there and not scanned, and then I would scan it myself because okay. it was cheaper. Yep. It was like $3 to get it developed, and then I could just scan it. But I hate I hate scanning film mm, so, so much. Do I. It's so boring. Not fun. And there's literally yeah. no reason that in 2022 that there isn't like an automatic way of doing that that doesn't require a DSLR. Yeah, it's like seems so like much a so long... that me and my like yeah. engineer friends were like thinking about like, can we just like make something and like have a Kickstarter or something? Because it's like totally yeah. like doable. Yeah. Oh, but I think you someone definitely... just needs to do it. <laughs> yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah. Well, you seem like you're a man that executes his ideas so uh like you don't, yeah, you well, don't just think about things a, you, you're like yeah. i'm gonna do it so um <laughs> i hope that you do because that would really yeah. uh, i think a lot of people would be very interested in that and that yeah, would like yeah. free yeah. a lot of people up to like yeah there's like an old film. scanner called like the pack on scanner have yeah, you ever heard of that one i have heard so of i don't that. know why yeah. there's not just like a new version of that like it yeah. doesn't make any sense like yeah maybe are, mm, yeah. it's because i know like places like uh, or companies like negative supply they've made things yeah. in the scanning realm re- recently but I it still like requires attention. a camera though mm. it still requires a dslr and it's like why can't they just get like a flatbed yeah. scanning i don't know it just yeah. seems weird that it doesn't exist seeing as like film photography is like more popular than it's been in like a long time 
Totally. I think there's a lot of gaps in the market in general for like film photography, you know, like because it's growing so much. And then there's like other mm-hmm. parts that are sort of missing to bring it up to 2022 sort of like level, especially considering how many young people, like younger people are getting into it yeah. who kind of expect things to be, um, you know, they want the film experience, but they want like the other stuff to maybe be easier or like more cost effective mm-hmm. or yeah. So there's, there's definitely yeah. room for something. It's kind of, yeah. It's funny because I've noticed, or at least I have, like, gone through the same, like, range of emotions as, like, I guess people did when film, like, started. Because it's like, oh, film, you know, films, well, I, got, I mean, film's, like, the only thing, and then digital comes out, and you're like, oh, man, well, this is, like, so much more convenient than shooting film. And, like, I started using, fi- I started photography using film, and mm-hmm. now I'm, like, slowly going back to, like, it's just more convenient to not shoot film. Yeah. <laughs> or, like, at least to not <laughs> yeah. deal with, like, all of the process, you know, yeah. but... I don't know. I still, I still love it, and I still use it all the time. I just cleared the refrigerator out and was surprised at how much film I had in there. Like yeah, three little yeah. like coats mm. of it. Yeah, yeah. But, I love it too, and um, I think yeah, it it it's it just like I've just come out of a month of just shooting digital, which sounds doesn't sound like much to any any normal person, but for me, like I literally <laughs> only shoot film, so that to me was like, oh wow, yeah. like really novel and. My partner was laughing at me because I was like, oh my God, it's so easy. Like we just come home and then we see the photos. And he was like, oh, you sound like, you know, like you've just discovered digital. Like, um, but yeah, because I'm so used to having to wait and like, or like not take the shock. So I'm like, oh, you know, I've got to pay for it. So it just changes your mindset. And it really is Mm -hmm. most, most of the time, like it is, I noticed the the, the biggest differences were like more like mental, like um, Mm -hmm. like my my photography just like the way that you yeah yeah the way you approach it and the way you use the the actual device is different which totally totally is doable with a digital camera yeah but like they don't people aren't making them yeah facilitate that yeah yeah for sure yeah i've just um been shooting with a canon g2 um like an early like digital camera um Mm -hmm. and like yeah you can like turn the screen around and it's got an yeah. yeah yeah it's got like an optical like viewfinder and it's pretty slow so it is kind mm-hmm. of like, kind of, it has a film like experience to it. Yeah. Um, and it came with like a, uh, a memory card that are, that only holds like 24 photos, which was kind of funny. Cause it's like, it'd be like a roll of film, <laughs> yeah. but I didn't yeah. do that though. Cause I was like, I'm shooting digital. I want to take heaps of photos. Cause I'm like, yeah, cause I'm so used to shooting film. I was kind of like, Oh my God. Like, I just want to keep taking photos. Cause it's like not costing anything. So it's yeah. funny how That's like, funny. Yeah, our minds work. But I got some great, like, great results. And, like, I look at the photos. That's awesome. Like, I was using um, also my partner's Fuji X20. Like, it oh, um, okay. came out, like, eight eight years ago, I think. And, mm-hmm. like, for me, because I, like, I really like point and shoots and I like keeping it really simple. Um, but that has, like, manual focus and just, yeah, it just was such a great experience. And the photos look good. Like, the colors look so good. Um, and I was, like, oh, maybe I will, like, use that more and shoot like less film but then Mm -hmm. I kind of it's that thing of like what you were saying like I I really I like the look of all my my film cameras and like the feel and the vibe of it and I'm such a vibe person that like I know that (laughs) I'll 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 go for like the film um like thing like I'm so attracted to um like I was saying to my friend the other day like I buy there's a magazine I buy every month and I don't really get time to read it because I'm super busy but I I always buy it because I just like to have it because I love the way I love the cover I love the way like the pages feel I love the look and the vibe of it like 
it. I like yeah. it being in my house, if that makes sense, like on my desk. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Even though like that seems so silly. And to, like, that's a total my... valid thing, I feel, you know. It's, yeah, that is something not to be ashamed of. Yeah, sure. yeah, for sure. Yeah, Thank yeah. you for like absolving <laughs> me of the guilt of buying, buying something yeah, every yeah. month that I'm like not reading. <laughs> um, but anyway, I wanted to talk more about your, like your actual photography because it's mm-hmm. also amazing like your videos often start with this um really arresting like intro and um like music and then like you'll show like your um like photos and like yeah your photography is 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 really amazing um sometimes sometimes not all the time I find like very sort of gear heavy channels or like very technical minded people can sometimes let the artistic aspect of photography go because they get really focused Mm -hmm. on the gear and the specs and and the settings of the camera and all of that and then the photo is like the last sort of thought um but Mm -hmm. with you it seems like you have just like nailed both which is you know uh, uh, awesome (laughs) um (laughs) but uh do you um like what do you sort of look for in your photography or like where do you get like inspiration from like for your photography if you could talk a little bit um to to that yeah, I would say most of my photography inspiration comes from movies, probably. I don't mm-hmm. really follow many photographers or yeah, really yeah. know. Mm-hmm. I could probably name three photographers. Wow. Names. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. There's like Henri Cartier-Bresson. There's like, uh, mm-hmm. was it like Robert? Robert there's Frank. Robert Kappa and there's like oh, okay. Robert Frank. Yeah, mm-hmm. like, uh, isn't there, is it also Robert Webb? I don't know. Web. I mean, there's I'm, a web dude. Yeah, there's yeah, someone web. Yeah, Alex Webb. Alex Webb. Yeah, he's a yeah. street photographer then, like, guy. Yeah. Fan Ho. I don't know mm-hmm. if you ever heard of Fan Ho. He's like a Hong Kong yes. street photographer yep. dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's that's probably about as far as my yep. knowledge of photographers <laughs> goes. <laughs> unfortunately. Uh yeah, I don't know. I mean, uh I mean I've like I, I mean I consume photography. I just like couldn't name. Mm yeah yeah names necessarily like i've got uh i got like the i got the magnum contact sheet book over there like that one that one's cool yeah yep. i picked up uh roger deacon's book recently oh, yes yeah yeah he's uh, amazing you know the yeah. world the... famous cinematographer yeah uh his photography is really interesting because it's like not you know it's like different than his, like his movies and yeah it's pretty cool yeah um yeah but yeah i would say i mean i kind of like the like cinematic feeling mm-hmm. photos uh, you know obviously that's like one of the most overused words in all of youtube for the most part at least i feel like you're the but... person that gets to use it though because you are truly <laughs> cinematic like <laughs> i am i'm know. trying at least like <laughs> like cinema cinematic means that it's like made in the language of cinema which yeah. people don't people seem yeah. to just use cinematic to mean like slow motion which slow motion in my opinion is like the least cinematic because like it's very rarely used in movies so it's like mm. literally not cinematic yeah but, okay yeah I, I could get on a huge tangent about that yes. but um but yeah so i don't know i i guess it would be mostly like cinema related i don't know i mean if that's I don't know. I haven't really thought about it much so it's hard to articulate yeah, it. That's okay. It's always I just I don't know. I look for like interesting light and mm-hmm. that's kind of the main motivator. But yeah, like I I mean I did also notice that like a lot of YouTube channels just have like very bad photos for like camera reviews. It's mostly like just in their backyard of like a leaf or something. Yes. And uh, yeah. I like try mm-hmm. to try to get 
at least like I think I've noticed like at least 40 photos that I don't think are bad mm-hmm. um which good. is essentially yeah. my like goal yeah <laughs> and like maybe one or two of those are like actually good but mm-hmm. like I'm just trying to get photos that like aren't actively bad yeah. um and yeah so some some things have better photography like some videos have better photography than others because I've like you know used the thing for like way longer and just had more opportunities to to get mm-hmm. the good photos yeah they yeah. come more few and far between but um yeah but that was definitely another conscious thing that I like don't I I don't want to put a video out unless I've like had time to like actually try to make photos that like I think are are decent you know yeah 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 for sure I think that's I think that's a, a great way to be because yeah a lot of um videos will be very like yeah test photos and like they have that feel like you've just yeah, sort of taken them to show and, and yeah all stuff. and it's like yeah. I just find it is useful it's, but like yeah it's, it's a bit uninspiring like yeah um, yeah it yeah. doesn't really sell not that people are trying to well I mean some people are sell the camera but like whenever I see one of your videos like whatever the camera is I just want it because like the yeah. video is so good <laughs> and the music's good and then the photos are really good and I'm like oh my god like like I uh when we watched your TLR uh uh-huh, video like I one, yeah. I like hate medium format so much like I have, <laughs> okay. a, I have a Mimia 645 um that we bought uh-huh. for, we got really cheap and I used it uh-huh. once and I just it was so heavy and I just I couldn't get I'm sure if I persevered it'd be fine but I'm just terrible mm-hmm. like if I don't like something I'm like done flex so that could be your camera and like um yeah I'm just like an avid 35 millimeter shooter and we watched your video and I was like oh my god I want a TLR and like nobody has ever made me feel like that. And I get messages all the time of people like, you should try this or like, you should do that. And I watch so much photography like YouTube and like <laughs> your video, I was like, oh my God, like you made it seem, it was clear. It was like, I'd seen the light and that was like what I needed. But I feel like that every time I watch like one of your videos. So <laughs> That's really funny because it's, yeah, it's, it's funny because I actually like, I put so much grain on my photos that like, People are always like, man, is the camera really that noisy? Like if it's like a digital camera, they're like, wow. Because I mean, usually people talk about like the high ISO performance and like mm. if it's good in low light or gets grainy. Yeah, yeah. And I literally just like crank up the grain slider because I just think it looks cool. Yeah. And like I'm doing like a very bad job of like selling the camera as it is. But yeah. like I I just like showing the camera like how I would actually use it and not mm-hmm. just like showing straight out of camera images just because yeah i'm like trying to like represent the camera in like the most unbiased way mm-hmm. but yeah the, so my videos aren't reviews i, I like I, i've come to realize that i shouldn't call them reviews because i'm not gonna ever i'm never gonna talk about something in my channel that i don't like like mm-hmm. i'm only talking about things that like i actually like so mm-hmm. it's mostly just videos about me talking about things i i like you know mm-hmm. yeah yeah that's the dream like that that's <laughs> like that's what when i started um my youtube channel i um i had a few different ideas of what i was gonna do and like i really like cooking so it's like oh maybe mm-hmm. like i'd love to do that but then i thought like you know you've got to have like a good space and like that might be prove a bit more difficult um and then i also i love music and i have uh quite a big like record collection so i was like maybe it would be that mm-hmm. and then i landed on photography because that's kind of like the only thing that i do you know what i mean like like the creative thing that i do i guess um but i just basically I wanted to just share stuff that I liked which is like what you mm-hmm. just said yeah. like, you, yeah. like that's like the, the ultimate... just like talking about cameras yeah so just talk, talk about, about like them. yeah like what you like for sure yeah um, and it's like I know to me it's just more fun making a video about something that I enjoy rather than like 
something that I'm just like trashing, you know, totally just talking about a negative things about it. It's like, less. yeah, I guess I could try that. I've never done it before, but I'm sure that you'll <laughs> nail it. <laughs> <laughs> um, would you like to like make a book or anything out of your photography or like, do you sell, uh, would, would you ever sell prints or, or I know you sell like presets yeah. and stuff on your website? Yeah. But... So, so I have, I currently, one of my, my, my highest tier on Patreon, which is like $30 a month, I do quarterly prints, which I actually okay. have to do that like tomorrow. Um, but, uh, yeah, so I, so essentially you're subscribing to like getting a print every, you know, four months or yep. every three months. Mm -hmm. Um, I, yeah, I plan on doing more print stuff. I don't know why, but I, sort of forgot the entirety of your question no no that's okay that's all right it's like a long time to talk when you're on a podcast um what about like a book uh like in oh, oh, of yeah. photography like do you have a project going or uh, yeah I mean, obviously um, you've got youtube which is a big project so i feel bad asking you that i'm like what else are you doing oh well no so i actually do have a project it's sort of I did like a little poll on my Instagram to see if people would be interested in it, but it's something I'm interested in. So I'll force people to be interested in it uh, as well. Um, but uh, so I, I don't know if, if this is a thing in Australia, but there's a lot of like roadside memorials for like car accidents where people put like a cross, like on the side of the road where someone like died in a car accident. Yes. People so do I've that. Like, yeah. yeah. So I've been like documenting those and mm -hmm. I have like all of the GPS coordinates of like where they're all at, uh, at that I've like ran into yeah, I've, I've, been around, I've got to like 60 of them or something, but I've been shooting yeah. those all in medium format. And uh, I just kind of want to make like a book where mm -hmm. it would be like the, the GPS coordinates and the map on one side and like the image of like the thing. I don't know why. I just really like those. And yeah, I was like, going to say, what's, try the, to find them wherever. what's the appeal? I, or the, like, yeah, is it I'm other thing apparently not very deep. And it just I, I uh I just like, I don't know, I find them, I just find them interesting that like people yeah. will like take care of them and like mow the lawn around them sometimes, or sometimes they're just like completely dilapidated and like yeah. no one's taking care of it anymore. Or, you yeah. Know, yeah. Like what does that say about the person? Put, like, or... yeah, yeah. They'll put like Christmas lights on it or something, but you know, yeah. there's like super waterlogged like teddy bears or something. Like, I don't know. It just, yeah. it's it interesting like... and I see them pop up all the time. So yeah, that is really interesting. I find things like that really interesting too. And then I like wonder if I'm weird for like finding that interesting or, or like, I can't, I can't think of an example for you like right now, but, um, but yeah, like, uh, like those things being kind of wondering what is beyond that, like who was the person and then who's the yeah. person that's coming back, like taking care of it, like mm -hmm. it opens up all those kind of questions and would probably lead you down a whole nother path of discovery of like yeah. other things that you would then be like, wow, this is really interesting. Like, um, mm -hmm. yeah, I've, people are so, uh, I'm not like an extremely social person in my like real life, I guess. Um, <laughs> but, <laughs> but like, I find like people like human, like human interests. Like I, I find that stuff really, uh, really like fascinating. We're watching the, um, the Jeffrey Dahmer, uh, series okay. on, Netflix at the moment. Just, <laughs> I don't know if interesting is the right word, but um, it's it's really well done. <laughs> actually, it's yeah. yeah, just like so crazy to think that like someone like that existed. So, um, but yeah, that yeah. sounds like a, yeah. a cool a weird... yeah yeah. Um, sounds like a really cool like project. I saw on your Instagram that that's like another account that you have. Um, yeah, I haven't yeah. posted on it in a while, but I always essentially whenever I go on like a road trip around Michigan or something, I'll always bring my either the Roloflex or the Hasselblad to, to take pictures of those when I run into them. So yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. yeah.
Um, <laughs> awesome. Well, I'll link all of your stuff below so people can go um, check it out and um, your like cool. Patreon as well. Um, one last question about YouTube that I forgot to include before. Would you um, like, are you like happy with YouTube being like your job? Like, would you feel fulfilled? Like just, just being like a YouTuber, I guess it's called, or like doing that as your kind of like full-time thing. Yeah. I mean, so yeah, I, I think that if, if the channel can grow enough to be like substantially financially successful, which who knows if that'll ever happen, but like, I feel like it would be cool if I could, you know, through the support of, you know, Patreon or just like, just crowd funding things, potentially like use it as a platform to like actually make films mm-hmm. that aren't, you know, just gear related, like just yep. people interested in seeing mm-hmm. something narrative like that, which I, th- I think could be, I think it'd be really fun. But yeah, I mean, if, if YouTube can sustain financially, I definitely like the idea of being my own boss essentially and just making just making stuff that i want to make for sure you know i I wouldn't probably do like gear videos forever but they're the easiest to grow the channel so that's kind of my strategy for the time being and maybe it isn't even the easiest anymore but um yeah yeah, that's kind of my the way that i've been operating so far and i just love talking about camera equipment as well so yeah for 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 a while but i'd like to I've been experimenting and kind of posting stuff to Patreon, but haven't to the YouTube video, like an actual video yet, but of me like actually going out and and doing things and kind of experimenting with filming myself and and seeing if I can make that fit the style of the videos currently. Um, Mm -hmm. So if that if that kind of stuff would work and I'd be happy with it, then that could be, you know, another another thing that would excite me about about the channel yeah for sure sure. yeah okay cool um do you find i'm interested to know like because obviously you're you're very dedicated and you're putting a lot of effort in do you find like other parts of youtube draining like uh, like with the more strategic part i guess like having to you know make a thumbnail that's gonna like entice people and title things and (laughs) and and like you know the, the language around youtube like you need people to you know, watch all the way through, like, do you look at your like analytics? Like, how do you feel about that stuff? Cause I know Jason is <laughs> yeah. like completely removed from all of that. And he'll just be like uh-huh. Hasselblad and that's his title. And then he gets like 200 KV or whatever, you know, like he's, he's not interested <laughs> yeah. in it. Whereas like, uh-huh. I know me and Caleb, are, we've, we've talked about it at length, which I won't do on the yeah. podcast, but uh, uh-huh. like, yeah. How do you feel about that kind of side of it? Yeah. Well, I don't like having to play the the game of youtube necessarily i was actually just talking to like in my discord uh, uh, to the patrons this morning about it because i was like a being thumbnails for okay, a video yes. yeah, yeah it's like yeah. i don't know at, at one point at what time i like don't like that you have to play a popularity contest for youtube a lot of times but i also am like a analytical person so i i do mm-hmm. dive into the the analytics and try to figure stuff out i've been watching a lot of videos on uh, about bigger YouTubers and just kind of them talking about YouTube and Mr. And how... Beast. Yeah, Mr. Beast. Yeah, and yeah. Like some, I've watched a lot uh, of those too. Like Colin and Samir. Uh, they they have like a talk, a little talk show that kind of like uh, just dives deeper into like strategies of YouTube and stuff like that. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. I mean, 
yeah like mr beast that i mean obviously he's like the one of the biggest youtubers and gets like 50 million videos of you but he's like yeah like youtube's like 95 percent skill and like yeah like five percent success or luck but like it's just you need to because if people don't click on your video they don't watch it so like the Mm. thumbnail and title is like almost more important than the actual Mm. video which is something i've been wrestling with and there's obviously like specific things that work that people use like the red arrow and like the surprised like yes the youtube face face. or whatever (laughs) yeah so yeah we're literally having a conversation about this this morning and i was like yeah i want to either a just be okay with playing that game completely Mm -hmm. with thumbnails and titles yeah or and or just being able to find a way to do that that looks that feels like true to the channel it still feels authentic yeah. it's not like yeah. you're serving the algorithm yeah yeah but at the same time there's a video uh by veritasium have you ever heard of that channel it's a really mm-hmm. big like science video no. essay channel okay but he did a video on like clickbait and they were talking about um like the content of the video is like what you don't sacrifice on your integrity or quality or whatever but the thumbnail and title is like the thing that you're willing to like give up yeah in the way to like just gain more Mm -hmm. get more people to click on it essentially yeah so i'm kind of like wrestling with that yeah yeah at the moment yeah it's it's difficult um and it's a whole kind of other conversation um I had yeah, yeah. it like you know the business side of YouTube. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. But I think what you're saying is is right in that if if like you could ha- literally have the best video of all time if it's if it's like behind a shitty title and a not engaging thumbnail. Yeah, people literally won't just, click on it. Your video just <laughs> so, doesn't exist. Like it just doesn't yeah. exist. It's like really sad that like that is the yeah. thing that like gets people over the line and if if that's not there then you know that's it. So it's obviously yeah. very important, but I think you're, you, you know, in, in my opinion, and I mean, it's up to you, like, but I think you're doing such a great job of like succeeding on YouTube. Like you're getting a lot of views, which I think you really deserve. Um, but like, yeah, it doesn't feel like you're compromising on anything in the content. Um, and it's, it's, it's paced really well. And, um, like I said, like the music's very intentional and is, is, isn't just this like, you know, slapped underneath kind of thing that you've just put there because I need music it's like you've thought Mm -hmm. about it as much as everything else and I think anyone with any kind of like um like DP or filmmaking background like just it lends itself to YouTube because you understand like the language of cinema and and you understand like the audience and what's going to work and I think a lot of people when they start on YouTube like myself included I wasn't really thinking about that I was just like okay here's a video and then you get really fatigued with editing or whatever so you just kind of like you know, get sloppy or I noticed I talk, I talk quite a lot. Um, obviously you can tell. And like, I talk quite quickly as well. So I'd be like talking and I'm talking, 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 talking. And it's like, it makes sense to me. Cause like I wrote the script and I know all about this, but it's like for the, <laughs> yeah. for the viewer, it's like, Oh my God, like, you know, you need like breaks and other things. Mm-hmm. And like, that's something that we've kind of learned, which is really interesting. Like YouTube's very, um, multifaceted in that way as is like, cinema like it's just it's just this expanding thing that you can just keep learning and keep experimenting Mm -hmm. like with so and I think that's why people get so obsessed like the when people get on YouTube because the the return is quite low um until a point you know and even I think people have a skewed idea of of 
like they would probably think like even you it's like oh like you're you know killing it but it's like the ad sense isn't quite as much as people sort of think that Mm -hmm. it is and um it's it's definitely the the lowest part (laughs) of any sort of income on youtube yeah yeah totally yeah um okay cool all right i have a little um speed round for you that i normally do at like the end and answer as you know quickly or as slowly as you like take your time don't feel (laughs) pressured um okay fuji film or leica um, I mean, if I could only have one camera, it would be the X100V. Yep. Like if okay. I could get, if I could literally only have any one camera, it would be that one. It would probably. be that one. Yeah. 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 Yep, for sure. It's just uh, I, probably just because it's like lighter too, but mm. yeah, I don't know. It's yeah. Like sometimes light. camera choice ends up being quite practical like that. And it's, yeah. you know, not as sort of romantic as maybe you'd hope. It's just like, oh, <laughs> yeah. that's the one that's easy to pick up and like yeah. car- carry around I, I mentioned it in a video but i actually have a physical disability i like can't bend any of my fingers um okay they're just born with that so like yeah if i had a choice between a manual focus and a autofocus camera i would choose the autofocus one just because it's easier for me in particular totally. in like more situations so i would yep yeah x100 would definitely yep. be nice a good yeah it's a good choice we have an xt4 but um we keep looking at like we we keep saying we want an x100b and you're obviously your videos are (laughs) making us feel like that even more (laughs) you can pick up original one too for like 300 bucks 200 yeah 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 for sure um okay i feel like i know the answer but i'm asking you because i asked jason and i also asked caleb but original blade runner or blade runner 2049 oh well uh, I actually prefer the new one. Oh, really? Oh, my God. I, I thought you would have said the, the original ones. for sure. <laughs> I used to think the original was really boring. Really? Uh, yeah. I actually like the new one better for sure. Wow. Yeah. Oh, my God. You've blown my mind. I was like, oh, 100% <laughs> you'll say the original. Because yeah. um, no, like... I never really grew up with Blade Runner. I didn't really watch it until like, I don't know, like 10 years ago or something, maybe. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. I, I think the new one's new one has all of the same kind of it has like the same feeling but at a slightly more modern pace Mm -hmm. but it like without sacrificing the really slow pace yeah like it's a slow pace for modern movies yeah and it's just to me i just like that better yeah Yeah. that's definitely true um a friend of mine was watching blade runner um and he messaged me and said um i'm halfway through it's really slow and i was like I was like, well, you have to watch. Like, I'm very, I get very territorial with uh, movies, and like, I grew up yeah. like that's my dad's favorite movie, so we watched it a lot. Okay. And like, we watched as a family, watched a lot of movies, and I was really into. Mm-hmm. Like, I was like at the video store every week, and I'd hire like seven, you know, videos, and I'd watch them all in my room, and like, I was just really into movies in that way. Um, but yeah, so the original for me, like all all yeah. the way. But I did yeah. like the new right. one as well. Like, I was nervous, yeah. you know, when when somebody um you know yeah it does something that yeah, you're very sure. passionate about and you feel connected to and you feel like nostalgic. and to a movie that didn't need a sequel at all no no but I th- <laughs> yeah like, he did a great um I think he did a great job with it for sure yeah. so it, the he's one of my good. favorite directors for sure yeah yeah like the amazing. dune movie is also one of my favorite because that's oh. my like one of my favorite books so yeah yeah I haven't read the books but we we saw the movie at um the cinemas um like as a family and yeah it's it was it was just amazing so so yeah. good yeah very good. very cool yeah um okay china or japan 
It's a hard one. Uh, actually, it would be a hard one for you. Probably, probably. <laughs> well, I think I'm going to say Japan because of rose-colored glasses. Uh, but uh, cause that was the first like international trip I went with. And it was actually with a bunch of Australians that I had never met before. Okay, um, cool. <laughs> yeah, it was with a friend I met at a computer hacking convention. And then she invited all of her friends from Australia. So it was like five Australian hackers that I met on the internet. And we like gallivanted around Japan for a month. Wow. This <laughs> so, sounds fun. Yeah. Yeah. It was, uh, it was like, yeah, one of the best trips ever, but it's, I don't know. They're different, you know? Yeah. If yeah. I, if I was to pick one to like photograph, it would probably be China because it's more interesting looking. Japan's like too modern. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. For, yeah. Yeah. Cause everybody's like, oh, Japan's like the most yeah. cyberpunk city ever. But thought, like China yeah. is like way more because everything's yeah. all like. Well, not everything, but a lot of things like run down, but they're yeah. still like high tech looking. So it's like mm-hmm. that know, good juxtaposition more. of of, of yeah. those two things. Yeah, I can kind of see what you mean now. And like, with, I've never been to either. I'd love to 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 visit both, especially um Japan. But you're pretty close to both of them. Yeah, not, a, not too bad of a flight for you. Yeah, we should. I feel like you, <laughs> I feel like when you're in Australia, like all you want to do is go to like America or like the uk and like europe <laughs> it's like a like, 26 and it's so far away and... yeah but like everybody yeah. does that like when they finish school everyone goes on a big like europe trip because you just want oh really yeah like i don't know i guess it's like what's on your doorstep kind of thing but yeah it's it's not too far so you should definitely do it but yeah i um i can sort of see what you mean because yeah japan seems a bit more yeah like you say like like not advanced but yeah um and like it's uh, it's like modern new, like so yeah. yeah i don't yeah yeah it's definitely like newer i mean because china yeah china's a lot of the countryside is kind of more developing still mm. uh, probably gonna get you know people yelling at me but like yeah it is like it's just a little bit more developing so it's like it, i don't know i find it just it's really cool but i also been to japan since like 2015 so yeah um, yeah yeah a little while for sure but, um yeah. okay um okay i'm gonna make you choose between caleb and jay and jason <laughs> okay <laughs> So I know you met them uh, recently, so you can. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. I mean, you, you don't you don't have to answer. I don't want to cause any. Well, I'm trying to trying joke. to remember if Caleb or Jason, if like if uh, Caleb had a different opinion on the solo movie or not. I don't remember. Uh, I don't know. I mean, yeah, they're both they're both players, and it was cool. I didn't realize they both worked in VFX, which I thought was yeah. Really, um, yeah, I think yeah, Jason I think, like, worked on. Caleb's like a. Yeah, uh, yeah, he yeah worked on some Marvel stuff. Like he mm. does, he did like, or he did. I think he said he quit and is doing YouTube full time yeah. now. But he was doing like post visualization for like Marvel stuff, mm-hmm. which is like after they shot it, and then they would put like temporary VFX in. Okay. Um, and that before like the final stuff is made, and then I think Caleb did like VFX supervise supervision. Yeah, he's a supervisor. Yeah. yeah. And you kind yeah. of like oversee stuff to make sure they're shooting it right for mm. VFX. Yeah. Yeah. Super, um, super interesting. Um, and and really cool for Jason that he can just do YouTube now, like um, you know. Yeah, and that's it's an interesting trajectory because you feel like most at least some other of like the cinematography, like filmmaking YouTube people that I know are like doing YouTube and then want to go to LA, but he like went to LA and then like quit to do YouTube. So yeah. it's like backwards <laughs> for backwards. like a lot of people, which I thought, <laughs> which is like kind of telling. I mean, and obviously like, you know, the film industry is like some of like the worst hours of like mm. any industry. Yeah. If you're like 
yeah. you're working like 80 hour weeks or like if you're in production you're working like 18 hour days like for like yeah that's so like 40 days in a row yeah. yeah I see Caleb post on Instagram and he's like post every day and he's like day like 25 or whatever and I'm like oh god like you know things just like go <laughs> on for so long so yeah. um it's yeah cool but working awesome. on a, yeah on movies you get kind of like a summer camp vibe because mm. you're like hanging out with the same people for like a yeah. month straight yeah kind of kind of fun it sounds cool yeah for yeah. sure uh okay next one is uh this is my my this is from my partner uh padme ray or leia okay uh <laughs> i mean i feel like that's a loaded question uh, which also means the prequel trilogy the 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 og trilogy or the new trilogy i mean i'd probably say uh, Leia, because I, I yep. like the old movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, Still for my sure. favorites. Yep, yeah. Okay. All right. But you oh. should watch those. By the way, I know. I'm so. I feel so bad. Like I've <laughs> I've seen I've seen one of them, and I don't remember which one. It's one of the old ones. It was on TV. Um, okay. And my brother was really into it. Like I feel like you would get along really well with my my brother. Like you, you know he <laughs> he he had like all the sim- similar interests. But um yeah I don't know I just I just never I, I'm a big like I I was like just obsessed with watching like indie movies and art house movies and mm-hmm. um not to say that like star wars isn't like that but i had a yeah. real kind of like chip on my shoulder about anything like big and and blockbustery yeah. when well, i was a star teenager. wars is literally like... the opposite of that <laughs> <laughs> like literally the most popular movie in history at that time yeah. so yeah couldn't fault you for that one okay yeah, yeah like that's my thought process it's not really like you know um because yeah I, we watch yeah, other things I and my it. partner's like if you like this like you you would like star wars so i should just do it but i have a, a little boy he's nearly two um and okay. uh we bought um or my partner bought like lightsabers and they're already kind of like <laughs> battling it out with them so i'm sure nice. that there'll be a lot of star wars action in my in my home um very soon as he gets <laughs> as he gets older so um That's awesome. okay i i know the answer to this and people who've watched your channel will but um Maybe some listeners who are like just discovering you might not know the answer, um, but uh, glimmer glass or promist like filters. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely glimmer glass. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yep. Yeah, your video is like so so cool on that. So if you could talk just a little bit quickly about like maybe the the choice or uh, of why you like yeah, that. Yeah, I mean promist. I feel like I don't know promist always had like a vibe of like early two thousands like mini DV cameras and like. I, I don't know. That was when I first like knew about Promist was in those days. And it always just looked like a bad, like soap opera like dream bold sequence the beautiful effect to me. Yes, of, yes, exactly. Literally like exactly. Vaseline bold. on yes. the, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's what it looks like to me. Uh, and I don't know, Glimmer Glass just, yeah, just, it mostly affects just like the halation of the highlights, which I think is cool. And mm-hmm. it doesn't yeah. make everything else. It doesn't turn everything into a dream sequence, which is cool, but like, not all the time not all the time no. yeah, yeah 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 for sure i can and, see and that i actually haven't been using it in a little while partially because i like to like not do things that everybody else does and now everybody's using diffusion filter- filters i'm like oh i'm out i'm out yeah yeah <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> yeah but i've uh i actually have this cool lens from the 1930s uh i found like i found seven lenses in a box like at an antique store and it turned out they're like super valuable le- cinema lenses from the 30s wow that i could sell for like ten thousand each <gasps> and i got seven of them in a box oh my god uh, what a score so, so they're like super tiny they're like i don't know they're like an inch or two or uh 
are you guys on imperial or metric over there or or metric it's just yeah it's just the u.s we're stupid yeah yeah, yeah. It's so it's like, I don't know, it's like three centimeters long and uh it's they're super tiny um but i found it like on japan like i, I bought all these lenses to make lightsaber parts out of them uh because i buy like crappy lenses and take them apart and then use the yeah. aperture on it yeah, to like yeah. look mm-hmm. like the opening of a lightsaber oh that's so cool um, yeah I, yeah so I, I was like looking up the lenses before i was destroying them to make sure they were just crappy that i didn't care that they were being killed because yeah, yeah, they're like yeah. mass produced and then i found these like seven of these like identical lenses and i was like looking them up and i was like hey, i can't find anything about these so they're probably like worthless so mm. i cut one of them in half and then forgot about them and then i was looking on uh japan camera hunters website yep. and he had one for sale for like 1400 dollars for just like the the lens part yeah like because it, it's just like a little cylinder with glass in it and it doesn't have a focusing mechanism or anything yeah you have to like get it rehoused and i was like wow i'm pretty sure i have seven of those and then <laughs> i uh found out there's a company in la that converts them into like real cinema lenses Mm-hmm. So I spent like $3,500 to send one of my lenses there. It took over a year and then I got it back. And now it's like a full on like Hollywood cinema lens that, uh, yeah, is worth worth a lot of money. Wow. Uh, but that was, that's my like best like thrift store find. Oh ever. yeah, that's, that's, that's <laughs> like an amazing <laughs> thrift find. Like that's way better yeah, than but... any, like I thrifted a Yashica T4 or whatever, <laughs> you know, like. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, but I've been using that lens to shoot a lot of my videos now that it came back to me, even though my plan was to sell it and then get another one made, but it's been so long that I didn't have it. Now I just want to use it because it's so cool. But yeah, uh, it's got a really vintage. I mean, it's from the 1930s, so it has like it already has like a really good look without having to put a filter on it. Yeah, I can now imagine bringing it bringing it back to, yep. the, to the question. But uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, no, it yeah. has it has a really good, you know, soft look that you don't need to put a diffusion filter yeah. on it. So that's yeah. kind of why I've kind of moved away from a little bit. But yeah. Oh, awesome. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's such a cool story. Thank you for like sharing that with us. That's like, it's such a cool yeah. cam- camera story. Like, that's awesome. Um, okay. Uh, I, I'm not sure if you're a fan of either of these. Oh, it's totally fine if you're not. Um, Kubrick, like Stanley Kubrick or David Lynch? Like, do you, do you have a preference oh, for one or the other? Yeah, I mean, we used to watch David Lynch. We just such like erase our head all the time, like in high school or whatever. Me and my friends. Yep. And yeah, I yeah. just realized I'm like, I was like, maybe I'm just like too dumb to like understand it. But then I just realized that I just don't like, I just don't, <laughs> not a yeah. big fan of, of, yeah, of yeah. something that of like avant-garde necessarily. It just does nothing for me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. But like, I don't, I mean, I remember Mulholland Drive being cool, but yeah. Uh, or Blue Velvet. Yeah, it's Blue been Velvet's, a long time since I've seen yeah. either of those. Yeah, yeah, and, I don't really like a razor head either, and I find it like I I struggle with that too. And I kind of like when I was when I was a teenager pretended that I liked it because I was like, oh, I'm like an <laughs> yeah. artsy girl, and <laughs> yeah, I like exactly. David Lynch, so I like that movie. But then I was like, I actually yeah, don't. The little like girl this. dancing on the irradiator. Yeah, like it it's very like disturbed it. and like, but not in a yeah. way that I'm not in like a Dharma way where I'm like, oh, I'm really interested in this, like. But but his other movies, like as I moved through and watched the other ones, like Blue Velvet is amazing and Wild at Heart mm-hmm. is also really cool if if you, you know, get time to like watch it. Yeah. Um that's that's a very cool kind of like Willem Dafoe's character and it's like the perfect role for Nicolas Cage and just there's a lot of really good like imagery in it and it's still weird and like lynchy, but like um like not as much as a razor head. And the, the visuals are, are cool 
So that kind of gives you mm-hmm. something to like, uh, like if you don't like the story, I guess, or lack yeah. thereof kind of a story with David Lynch because it's like what's kind of going on, you know. Um, and mm. Blue Velvet's a bit more like linear, I suppose. Like, yeah, you, you know, like there's a there's like someone, you know, there's like characters being formed and like good and bad and you know it's like yeah it's a bit more accessible i guess but yeah i feel the mm-hmm. same about a raise ahead i like i i don't i don't like that movie at all <laughs> really yeah, when i, I like really the, think I about like it com- yeah i i like when stuff combines weird weirdness with like more palatability like more mm-hmm. something that's like w- like can be enjoyed on like a wider audience i like i like injecting or I like the injection of that kind of stuff and yep. to more, which is why I like, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I like, I don't know. Dune, Dune, like the actual book series is, is definitely like that. It's very mm. like weird, but it's like in like kind of like a sci-fi yep. more like normal packaging. Um, another movie that I saw recently that is maybe slightly more weird than it is normal, but the lighthouse, which oh, I yeah. mentioned in the, yes, the, I saw that's you like mentioned. one of my favorite yep. movies. That movie's like, so that was cool. really good. Yeah, also very I, weird. Mm, very weird, but like really cool. I went to the movies and saw it on my own when it came out. Um, and it was showing at like eleven thirty at night or something. And it, it was mm-hmm. yeah. And then I left and I was like staying somewhere that I hadn't stayed before, like in in New South Wales. I was on my own <laughs> okay. and I had to drive down this like long country road. Um, and like the lights on my car stopped working, and I'd just seen that movie oh, uh, and it was really late. It was it was horrible. Uh, like, uh, but yeah, um. That doesn't sound- but it was kind of cool, like not cool, but like it fit like kind of like I was so on edge kind of like after that movie and like really like, oh, but like I loved it. And then that happened. And um, uh, yeah. yeah, so I always like remember it. It really impacted me. Um, yeah, that movie was really like really, really, really cool. I, I liked yeah. that too. Yeah. And uh, funny, uh, interesting story. So the lenses that I found, uh, those rare lenses, they use those to shoot that movie. Those are the lenses they use to shoot the lighthouse. Oh, wow. And oh. essentially every movie from like the 30s to like the early 60s. But Wow. Um, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. so, so cool. So it's like literally those exact that- same lenses that they used to shoot the lighthouse. Like I, I have those, oh. which is cool. Oh my God. Yeah. This gets like better yeah. and better. That's such a score. <laughs> yeah. I'm assuming you'll do yeah. like a video probably on yeah i'm planning on i think i think i'm going to title it i found a hundred thousand dollars worth of lenses in a box at an antique store oh that's just gonna that's gonna bang on youtube like that's just gonna like go so so viral um yeah awesome i can't wait uh gimbal or handheld like generally for Uh, handheld yeah yeah a thousand percent yeah yeah I like actively hate gimbals (laughs) okay yeah 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 we don't have one and like we were gonna get one but then like yeah, we've we've just. I mean, we I don't mean they're do... useful for some stuff, but like literally everybody just uses it for everything. Mm. Uh, yeah, I have a huge rant on that if you want to hear that, but <laughs> <laughs> I have very strong feelings about that. Yeah, yeah. That okay, I almost yeah. made a video about too, but I could t- I could share them if you want. Okay, yeah, yeah, go. I feel like people will probably be yeah. um interested in it. So, and my partner will be, and he'll be editing yeah. it, so he'll be listening intently. Okay. <laughs> well, so like. At least, like, I mean, thinking about it from, like, a cinema point of view, like, the, like, there's, like, a language to cinema, mm-hmm. like, to making movie. There's, like, put, like, a dolly shot, like, pushing in yep. is, like, expresses a meaning. Mm-hmm. Handheld expresses a feeling, like, it's intimate or it's intense, mm-hmm. you know, like, the way the camera moves. But, like, if you just, like, do everything with a gimbal, 
it just like it's always like floaty yeah and, like, weird and you're, it's mm-hmm. like you're speaking in like monotone essentially like as far yeah. as like films go because mm-hmm. you're like only expressing like one type of movement with the camera mm-hmm. um yeah i mean that's kind of it in a nutshell but like when yeah. i saw like the dji like ronin 4d the camera that has like a built-in gimbal on it it's like a new video camera that okay. has like a built-in gimbal yeah, i was like yeah. oh my god that's like the most <laughs> youtube camera that has like ever existed it's yeah like, now you can yeah. have a gimbal everywhere everywhere and, yeah yeah okay so it but makes sense. they're useful yeah what, like what yeah, you're saying sorry. makes sense um like i hadn't thought about it before like i you know i like i said to you i don't do any of the actual like filming for any of the videos like mm-hmm. my partner does but i find like i like um knowing how something was shot like movies and stuff like that or like talking to somebody like you and kind of learning things like i like that um but yeah i can see what you mean i feel like the gimbal thing kind of like the way you're talking about like that floaty sort of footage things tend to look like an ad maybe you know like a kind of more like that sweeping kind of you know like like just ads you'd see on the tv of someone like walking doing Mm -hmm. something and it's like yeah Yeah. there's no sort of expression (laughs) in the in the cinematography um yeah a lot of that is like subconscious and you don't really like realize it Mm. but like and like yeah like if there's like a dolly shot like a slow push-in shot that you know is just moving really steadily forward you can't you can't do that with a with a gimbal Mm. you can get a very similar shot but the fact that it's like gonna be floating around like a little bit just yeah. makes it a different shot like yeah i literally yeah i literally just bought because i do have i have like an older gimbal but i haven't bought a new one because i don't really use it much at yeah. all but i just bought like a camera slider that's like six seven feet long yeah. to do that specifically to do yeah. that patreon shot because i'm yeah 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 dolly shots are uh, so, so that, cool I, like yeah yeah so i wanted that to be like a specifically like just super steady push-in shot that doesn't drift at all and yeah. like mm-hmm. i don't know because most yeah yeah it's it it comes down to the language of film for sure yeah oh so interesting i feel like you could do like a a master class on or or like some kind of you know i mean i'm sure this is things that a lot of people know in that like in your uh you know field but like it's so interesting to to hear this like kind of stuff because um like you say a lot of it is so sub like in your subconscious like you just watch mm. something and you're like that was really good or you know oh, yeah the, i felt the, something from that scene yeah why? and you don't be you, you don't really like, know why or people moving. Yeah. yeah like or people assume it's the story and the yeah. the the acting and like all those sort of things because they're the things yeah. that maybe are more accessible to a an a non like film person or like an ordinary person mm-hmm. but then when you yeah uncover like the things that everybody's doing in the team to make that feeling or that vibe you know come alive like it's such a collaborative thing like you can't yeah sort of what well, you can do some people do everything but like you know like you but you know it's yeah it's such a team effort to bring mm-hmm. something like that yeah, to, to life sure. it's really it's super cool um okay i have two more so our speed round cool. is like not very speedy <laughs> but that always, that always I, happens I, I have long answers to stuff sometimes <laughs> no, i ramble no. a lot <laughs> no it's great um okay blockbuster or indie flick like what what are you kind of um uh well recently indie flick for sure yeah yeah more yeah more yeah because just blockbusters have essentially been like marvel movies yeah (laughs) which are fine it's just like they're all the same movie though yeah essentially yeah it's very same same for sure yeah Yeah. you have um uh, a friend of mine is a, a, a patron of yours recently and he messaged me to say oh um to ask about your short films um that you were talking about mm. i think on your patreon and um he was wondering if there's like a way uh to see 
to see those or like stream them or if you could even just like talk a little bit like a, a, about them, I guess. Yeah, well, so I so I've only directed one short film, which is actually on my channel, but just recently, uh, I mean, I've shot a few that I've shot one recently um, isn't finished yet. Okay. And I think that one might be the one he's referring to because I talked about it on another Maybe, podcast yeah. recently. Yep. Um, that one's still like in the post process right now. Um, I still need to finish color on it and then we still need like the audio mix and whatnot. But I will definitely, if if I don't make a video referring to it, I'll definitely be posting it places, you know. It's 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 a buddy of mine who directed it, so I don't know if he wants to like try to put it, submit it to festivals or yeah, or whatnot. So yeah, fair um, enough. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. But shorts are something I need to make more of, which is uh, mm. again why I'm hoping to build an audience that also wants to see those, and then maybe they can uh, help make them happen. Essentially. Yeah, so. for sure. It can be hard sometimes. Like I know Caleb puts some of his short films on his channel, and then like they don't do as well as like the film stock review or the camera review yeah. and um there's a couple of other youtubers that do that as well um but maybe it's smart like you say to sort of build the audience and then um yeah that's know. my mm. thought process at least yeah though my i guess my my film did pretty well but i also got like Hasselblad's attention and they posted it on their uh nice. account and stuff so that helped <laughs> yeah for um, sure yeah uh but yeah like fil- yeah short films it's kind of hard to market them to youtube Mm, yeah it is it's a a different sort of thing yeah but i think like um, i mean anybody who watches your channel like i feel like you'd just be interested in like whatever it is that you're doing and and like i would watch a video of you talking about anything because i know that the video is going to be good does that make sense you know what i mean like even if it was a topic that i wasn't interested in it's like that's that's good to hear (laughs) (laughs) because i have been thinking about branching out from just camera stuff because i'm interested in other things and i was wondering how that would be received Mm -hmm. but i figured as long as it's in the same style uh, yeah people would just enjoy it so totally i think if it's in the same vein as, as what you're doing now and has that same vibe and aesthetic i think people will still enjoy it um I'm sure there'll be a couple mm-hmm. of people that'll be like, people get very, yeah, yeah. this is a camera channel, like, yeah. you know, and they just get so like bent out of shape because it's like, yeah. that, that's the, I came here for this. And then you talked about like coffee in the first 10 seconds or something or whatever, you know? So, but yeah. I mean, that's just people like on yeah. the internet. <laughs> I want to, I want to make uh, at least one, but I would probably do more, but I, I just like making things. So I, I was mm-hmm. thinking about doing a video of me making a lightsaber, but do it in like, the sci-fi world that I yep, my videos take place in and yeah and uh, uh I'd be using camera parts for that too so it yeah. wouldn't be super unrelated so yeah totally yeah I, uh, I think you should 100% do it I think that'll <laughs> um that'll pop off for sure um all right last question is um Zuiko or Zeiss like if you had to choose like class oh uh I mean probably Zeiss because one of my favorite lenses ever is yep Zeiss. I really haven't used much Zuiko lenses other than I have the like uh the pen FT like 38 millimeter 1.8 oh yes yeah I have a, a pen FT as Zuiko. well yeah yeah um yep. but my favorite lens probably my favorite lens of all time uh is the Contax G series like 45 millimeter lens yeah 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 like that lens is awesome and it was uh it was in the Leica M11 video that I shot a lot of the pictures on that lens because I have a like a, a mount converter for that. 
Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Okay. All right. I recently wrote an article on Zoico lenses for F stoppers and okay. um, the, it was, <laughs> some people agreed with, I said that they were like the goat vintage lenses, which is obviously mm-hmm. on F stoppers, you have to do the same thing as YouTube where you, if like, if you don't title your article in a way that makes people want to click on it, you yeah. won't get any views. So uh-huh. I did that and it, it, yeah, it proved to uh, annoy a lot of people lot in the people. comment <laughs> section, which is fine. Like I kind of knew that would yeah. happen, but I thought I'll, I'll ask, ask you what, what, what you think and where you stand. But um, I'm not like a lens person per se, really, because like I'm uh-huh. not very technical and I use a lot of point and shoots, but I've been using my um, Olympus, like uh, my, my OM-10 and like mm-hmm. um, just because it's really light and easy for me to use. And yeah. like the, the glass is just so good. I was like, oh, I actually noticed it. And just the way, like the character and the way it ren- renders like colors. And um, so I had the 1.8. So I got the 1.4 from a, a camera company sent it to me. So okay. um, yeah, so I'm really enjoying using their their. their um, lenses they're really cool that's awesome yeah no I, do. I really want to use more of them I didn't realize how like sought after some of the Olympus lenses are mm. like uh after like sending so that uh I sent yeah I sent that that rare lens that I had to zero optic in LA they also do conversions for Olympus lenses okay and they do like the full set of like all the Olympus lenses but some of those there's like a 20 millimeter 1.8 I think that's for full frame that's like a fifteen thousand dollar lens and it's wow. like a, it's like for the om yeah series. oh like, my god i was like man i didn't realize those like you know, people were like so yeah, going crazy over those olympus lenses yeah so, yeah yeah for sure yeah it seems like if people like them they really like them like my i made a video as well and i got a lot of comments of you know people real like teams mm-hmm. that we go but people get very like that about gear and brands yeah, I, and i mean i like all cameras i just yeah. want to have all of them so it yeah. doesn't, i don't care what they are i just want them yeah yeah so, for sure yeah i feel yeah. the same definitely um all right well thank you so much um Casey. Well, thank this you. is so so awesome to get the chance to speak to you i've um i woke up at 4 30 this morning because we our chat was at five Jeez. and um it was worth every every minute i was i was really excited when <laughs> oh, i woke up because um yeah we've, we've been loving your channel and just excited to know more about you and i know I got a lot of messages from people wanting to know more about like who you are and your backstory and, you know, your choices for the channel and all that kind of stuff. So it's really refreshing to see something so unique um, on YouTube. And I really appreciate like what you're, what you're doing. Um, and I think you're adding a lot of value and, and you're really like hopefully paving the way for like people to get more experimental with um, their YouTube videos. Like um, because yeah, we do have a lot of the same kind of stuff on there. And I know when I started my channel, our channel is very different, but, um, I wanted to make it more fun and less serious and, mm-hmm. um, more casual and not as technical and, and, um, yeah, like, and uh, again, like, I mean, there are a lot of female channels, but we don't see them as much. So I really wanted mm-hmm. to kind of do that yeah, and hopefully sure. get, you know, uh, more women wanting to be on YouTube or just offer that perspective and hopefully like other, you know, girls would see it and be like, oh, cool. Like, it's not just the typical kind of like man with camera yeah. taking the leaf in the uh, in the back garden kind <laughs> yes. of vibe. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I saw a lot of that yeah. and I was like, I feel like there's a gap and I, I hoped that I, you know, would be able to fill it. And I feel like you you have done the same thing. So 
um, yeah, your channel is awesome. Yeah. Keep it up. And it's, it's the definite, the antithesis of, of, of happy and uh, lighthearted is uh, my videos are like literally <laughs> the most overly serious videos. Yeah. But it's like almost ridiculous. Like they how are seriously very, I yeah. take the videos. It's, yeah. It's, it's really, we, but, we, yeah. um, we actually took some cues from your, from your videos in my re most recent video. Cause I'm like, really like I plan and like, mm. like, like a lot, like I put a lot of effort into like the planning yeah. and, and I have like a, a checklist and everything for my videos. Nice. And, um, I was like, okay, let's like see what we can kind of like learn from like GX Ace. And I was like, okay, like let's try and put some emotion into like the kind of intro and um it, it worked really well and nice. um I mean it was still done in a very me way because we're we're super different like like that mm -hmm. um but yeah we we like my partner made like music and and we we kind of I was talking about like how I feel about these lenses and um yeah like your channel is so like every time it comes on it's like oh like I just feel like like when you're at the movies <laughs> and you see a really good trailer and you're just like you get that oh, feeling yeah. where you're like ah, oh, yes. Like I can't wait for that movie to come out. Like I get that feeling when I watch your videos. So it's serious in a good way. It's not serious in a <laughs> kind of like gatekeeping kind of way or, yeah, it's, or, or it's, like it's overly earnest. <laughs> yes. Yeah. No, it's, <laughs> yeah, yeah. um, it's, it's super, super awesome. I, I just have so many good things to say about it. So, um, yeah. Where can people, um, find you other than on YouTube, if they want to like connect with you or, or say hi or ask you any questions about anything? Uh, yeah, pretty much just, uh, I mean, GX Ace on Instagram, GX Ace 7 on Twitter, but I, I rarely use it. Um, yeah. And uh, yeah, I also have uh, patreon.com slash GX, GX Ace, which... Awesome. Yeah. I will, yeah, link that um, below so people can um, check it out for sure. All right. Thank you so much, Casey. Thank you. Okay. Wow. Oh my God. I was just blown away with the effort and dedication Casey puts into really executing his vision and bringing it to life. I hope you enjoyed this chat. I feel it was very different to my other chats and I hope I can continue to bring you interesting and insightful conversations with creatives for the rest of the year and beyond. If you would like to support me in that journey, then consider signing up to my Patreon where you will receive the podcast episodes two days early and also get access to other perks and discounts on prints and future merchandise and products that are going to be launched very soon. Alternatively, you can buy me a coffee to show your love. That's all linked in the description below. Or you can just leave me a review and a rating on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. That really, really helps. And share this episode with a friend or on socials so others can enjoy this awesome conversation with Casey as well. Thank you so much for listening, guys. And I will see you in the next one. Mm -hmm.